Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. As we all know, technological advances have been making great strides in the past few years. Today, we'll be talking about a device geared towards people who are partially sighted to make the best use of what vision they have. We'll be speaking with Jeff Fenton, Director of Outreach and Communications for eSight, about some eyewear that they have developed and how it can be used. But first, for our tip of the week, this week's tip comes from Jeff. You've talked about various applications in academics, in business, in just everyday living. What are some of the most noteworthy things that your users have said they've done with their eSight devices? I mean, it's so hard to pick just one because when these individuals who have legal blindness are able to see again, you can just imagine you know, what they want to do. Uh, we had a mother see her newborn baby for the first time. Not only was it the first baby she saw, it was, it was hers. One of the experiences that really touched me was we recreated a man's wedding from 15 years prior so that he could see every detail of it this time. We had individuals who got fired from their jobs because of their blindness return to work, to work again for a living. We've had students who were struggling and were able to put on eSight and sit anywhere in the class and write exams alongside their fellow students and you know really take part in parties and socials and see the expressions on their friends' faces. So it really, um, you know, it's, it's up to an individual as to what they want to do with it. But I'll say that, you know, whenever I find out about someone returning to work or studying to their fullest potential or just seeing the beauty in seeing the face of a loved one, that's always what, you know, touches me and um, what I think inspires a lot of us here at eSight to do our best work. That must be very rewarding. Oh, beyond a doubt. Well, hearing those stories is just so inspiring. And if you've got partial vision and you want to know how this device might enable you to be able to see some things that are important to you again, just listen to the rest of this show. Let's start by meeting Jeff and learning about how he got into working for eSight. My name's Jeff Fenton, and I'm the Director of Outreach and Communications at eSight, where we make electronic glasses that allow those who are legally blind to actually see. And that's going to be the topic of most of this episode of Eyes on Success. But can you tell us how you got into that field in the first place? You know, since a very young age... I've been very, very passionate about technology and how it can be used to better people's lives and to advance society. And a little while ago, I heard about a technology here in my hometown of Toronto called eSight. And I was told that eSight was a pair of glasses that could help someone who's visually impaired see again. And I was genuinely stunned and like most, I did not believe that this could do what they said it could do. But I did a little bit of research 
and I actually came down to the office to watch a demo and see someone try on eSight for the first time. It was a grandmother and her granddaughter. And let me tell you, when this legally blind grandmother put on eSight and was able to see her granddaughter, there was not a dry eye in the room. And so I knew right then and there that eSight was a place I wanted to join because it's not just a company. It's not just an organization with staff. It's a movement. It's a movement to give back to those who have been robbed of a fundamental gift, and that is the gift of sight. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. This week's focus topic is the electronic eyewear made by eSight. So before we get into the details of how eSight works and the technology behind it, I was wondering if you can give us an idea about when the company got started, how it got started, a little bit of the history. In 2006, eSight was founded. It was founded by an engineer, Conrad Lewis. And Conrad was used to developing and selling commercial products and did quite well doing so. And he has two sisters who are legally blind. And he asked himself, if I could engineer these breakthrough technologies for the commercial market, what if I create a technology that can help my sisters actually see? And the Eastside engineering team really did something remarkable, which was to use you know, breakthrough technology and sheer human ingenuity in order to develop a solution that replicates sight for the blind as closely as possible to how someone who has healthy sight can see. So it's interesting. Technology has become a lot more advanced these days, and all these technologies have become a lot smaller. And so I guess it made some of these things possible. What was the solution that he decided to develop to help out you know, his sisters and particular people with this situation? Yeah, so he wanted to create a solution that replicated sight the way the sighted can see. So what does that mean? Well, if you're going to allow someone to see the way someone who's sighted can see, you need to be able to use your hands while you use your sight. You need to be able to instantly autofocus. You need to be able to actually see what is in front of you. You need to be able to zoom and to look at short or medium or long range distances and objects that sit there. And so he developed a breakthrough pair of electronic glasses and they're worn comfortably the way you would wear a normal pair of sunglasses or prescription lenses. And they allow someone to actually see, to magnify up to 24 times, to use their hands because it's a hands-free solution, and really to be completely independent while they take advantage of this you know, versatile device that the founder and the engineering team created. How long have you actually been selling these devices? eSight 3, which is the latest version of our technology, was launched in February of 2017. The first version of eSight was available in 2013, and we had a modified version in 2014. Can you describe what the glasses look like? Yeah, so, you know, for anyone listening, they can visit eSightEyewear.com to get a really good sense of what it looks like. They're sleek. They're lightweight. We've been told they look like a visor Jordi LaForge would wear. They 
respect one's natural vision, which means they allow for your eyeballs to still be exposed. And that's important because for social context, it matters. And also for use of peripheral vision, that matters. They're very thin. Uh, and I would say they're a good looking stylish device that are so fundamental to a legally blind person's life. Well, that's important. People don't want to go around looking very different. But, you know, if there's small modifications that will help them make their lives a little bit easier, that's certainly acceptable. Yeah. Most of our wearers say something to the effect of, I'd rather see than worry about being seen, which means most of our wearers are never too fussed about what it actually looks like because of what it's allowing them to do. But to us, it's still important to develop something that is lightweight and is ultra wearable. And that is, you know, cool and better than its past generation because that matters. So now maybe you can tell us a little bit more about how this actually works. I presume on the glasses there is a camera or maybe two, and then there must be a projection system so people can see what the camera is picking up. How does it actually work? So eSight houses a high-speed and high-definition camera, and that camera will capture what's in front of the wearer. And then in virtually real time, the footage will be presented onto two screens that are in front of the wearer's eyes. But the device is enhancing the contrast. It's enhancing the picture quality itself. It's magnifying the image. And it's presenting it in a way that's palatable for the visually impaired eyes. And we do that because we send more information through the eye to the brain. And by doing that, we can essentially enhance what is left of one's remaining retinal function or stimulating enough of those healthy cell receptors in order to complete that picture, which means that if you have Stargardt's disease, it can fill out that central blind spot. Or if you have retinitis pigmentosa, it can fill out what surrounds that tunnel. And so in virtually real time, you're, you're seeing a picture that is what's in front of you and what's happening in front of you, albeit on two screens, but in a way that is virtually indiscernible from how it would look to someone who's sighted. And that's what's so remarkable. And that's what you know, allows our individuals who wear eSight to really take part in virtually all activities of their daily life that they would have had to once abandon. So the way you described it with each of these various conditions, you make it sound like eSight can be adapted for any situation ranging from tunnel vision, where all someone has is their central vision, to the opposite, where they're missing their central vision. Is this device programmable based on the individual's needs? It works for a variety of diseases, eye diseases, and for individuals as young or as old as you could possibly imagine. It works for the overwhelming majority of the legally blind, which means for the 14% who are totally or profoundly blind, eSight will not help them, which is unfortunate, but we're you know proud of the fact that we're helping the overwhelming majority and are always researching new conditions and new advancements to help as many individuals as possible. But because it was developed for two individuals with Stargardt's, it actually is very flexible in terms of the conditions it can work for. And I'll tell you, it never gets old 
when someone comes into our office, whether they're five years old with albinism or 65 years old with macular degeneration, and they put on the same device and have an incredibly emotional reaction. So essentially through a variety of signal processing algorithms and perhaps some magnification and color enhancement, you can make this useful for a wide range of visual issues. That's right. I mean, there, there's so much going on under the hood, optimization of contrast, of magnification, using two proprietary prisms to really affect the way the light will hit one's eyes and how it tricks the eyes into thinking that it's at a distance that is true. So there's a lot going on under the hood in order to really optimize that footage. Are there capabilities in there to perhaps magnify an image a little bit more if someone wants to see a particular part of an image, or is this just, it works in general for most general situations? So what's remarkable is it actually allows one to zoom 24 times. I sometimes joke that you become the best sighted person in the room, uh, and that's because if you're in a stadium or at the back of the class, you can be zooming in to the show floor. You can be zooming into the chalkboard or marker board, and you can do that at a magnification level that I couldn't do. That's pretty handy. It's pretty amazing, and, and a lot of our users love it. I was walking around a tech campus last week, and one of the wearers was able to zoom in on a mini, mini detail on a map that I myself was having trouble identifying. So, you know, there's a lot of different features in there that help someone who's visually impaired. And how is that done? How does the user control what the glasses are doing? eSight comes with a remote, and the remote can be clipped to the waist or held in the hand or pocket, and the remote will allow someone to control things like magnification or to snap a photo or to play with contrast or focus should they wish. So we give that control, really unprecedented control, to the wearer. And I take it the firmware is updatable, so if there are new versions of the software that come out, that makes it easy for people to update their device. That's right. We push all updates over the air, and they're a part of your e-site purchase price, so they're, you know, we never charge extra for them, uh, so that we ensure that we're, we're really with you every step of the way. You talked about older people potentially making use of this device, and sometimes they're not so technically savvy. I wonder what it takes to get used to these glasses. If you hand someone a pair of these, what kind of training or how do they adapt to using these glasses? It's pretty amazing how quickly people get comfortable with their eSight. We like to say that you need about an hour to get comfortable with the remote, to get comfortable with powering it on and off, to get comfortable knowing how to charge it, where to charge it. You know, the things that you would have to learn with any new technology. But what's amazing is after that, it's really up to the wearer as to how quickly they want to get up to speed with it. Some people, they will take a little bit more time. But most of our wearers, after they put it on, you can't rip it off them because it becomes such an instrumental part of their life. So it's a pretty easy technology to get used to using. Yeah. And I mean, because it's so new... Um, and because it has such a profound impact, we have ambassador support, which means we have someone who will coach you through onboarding. And we have someone who will speak to you if you have any questions, because it isn't something that people have used before or are familiar with. So we make sure that we help you as you, you know, unbox it and get familiar with it. 
So you just said that a lot of users, even brand new users, never want to take off the eSight glasses after they've tried it. But I've been looking at your website and you have all sorts of nice photographs of an assortment of users. It looks like this visor type contraption can be flipped up out of the way if for some reason you want to not use it for a few minutes. That's right. We patented what we call bioptic tilt. That's what separates eSight or one of the things that separates eSight from a lot of other technologies out there of its kind. And what bioptic tilt allows a wearer to do is still use their peripheral vision when they would want it. So, for example, for walking, going upstairs, waiting for a bus. But it also allows a user to tilt the screens out of the way when they would like to rest their eyes or when they don't need eSight. You know, how our wearers use eSight really depends um, it depends on the life they lead and it depends on, you know, their preferences. I say that it's hard to rip it off, you know, slightly rhetorically, but for people who work for a living or return to work, they use it throughout their workday. For students, it's the, it's the device they turn to in the classroom. So it really depends on the individual, their stage of life and the things that, you know, they put on their, their wish list, so to speak, of what they want to see now that they can have eyesight back again. Well, and I think that's one of the things that makes some technologies useful or not, is how adaptable they are to the particular needs of the user who's actually making use of them, right? So it has to be a little bit flexible. Absolutely. And, you know, we're proud to say it's, it's the only device built from the ground up that's allowing the blind to see and it's clinically validated. And in doing that, we had to consider all use cases or as many use cases as we possibly could. Well, the way you've been describing it, I think of many of our friends who wear reading glasses, so they've got fully correctable vision, but they wear reading glasses, and many of them only put on the reading glasses when there's something they want to read, and when there's not something they want to read, they take off their glasses. Now, I personally just keep mine on all day because I need them for distance and close work, but that's kind of a, a common protocol that people use where they just use the enhancement when they need it. That's right. It, you know, is up to the wearer and because everyone's different, it, it's their choice. But we, you know, we see that for the most part, especially for, you know, those major activities of daily living for a job or for an academic uh, experience, our wearers really cannot take it off or are so eager to to use it and, and to really have access to their eyesight. Is this a device that someone might use for reading as well as mobility purposes and navigation? Oh, absolutely. We have certain individuals who love to read books with it, read magazines, read newspapers. But again, it's, it's, a, it's a versatile device. So as easily as you can close a book, you can use it to stand up and walk down the hall and hop into your workshop and start making a shelf, which one of our eSight wearers loves to do as easily as you can get out of the workshop and go get changed and be able to look in the mirror and see what's in the mirror and commute to work. And all of that can be done with eSight where it's allowing you to really seamlessly move between environments. So it sounds like someone might be able to use this all day long. I'm wondering what the power requirements are and how you get power to the devices, how long it lasts. So with the battery pack we ship with, eSight can give you about seven hours of mobile power. A lot of our wearers 
either in the classroom or the workplace, we'll plug it into the wall the way you would a laptop. But we have designed it for all day use um, and it does run for up to seven hours when you hook it onto the power pack that everyone gets access to. And where's the power pack held? So that's attached to the remote. Oh, so on someone's belt clip, presumably, or around their waist. Correct. You said when you were first introduced to eSight, you had trouble believing it. And frankly, that was my initial reaction when I first heard about it. But you've come a really long way, and I understand you've received some great accolades from the mainstream press recently. Can you talk about that? We've been so fortunate to receive the coverage we've received. And I think it's a testament to the virality of the stories that we're able to tell and the incredible stories of our community. You know, most recently on November 13th, eSight was named as one of the best inventions of 2017 by Time Magazine. And, you know, that to us speaks of volumes about not just how revolutionary the technology is, but how it's an invention that's helping humanity. And that's why we do what we do. So, you know, we've been blessed with the coverage we've, we've gotten, but it's all about the impact it has on someone's life. So if you are experiencing some difficulties with your vision or you think you'd just like to improve what you're seeing a little bit to enjoy the world around you and your daily activities a bit more, you might check out this eSight device and see if it's for you. Now for this week's final item, how you can find out more about eSight eyewear and how you can try them out and see if they're the device for you. So if people would like to find out more about the eSight device or perhaps purchase one, where would you send them? They can go to eSightEyewear.com to learn more about how it works, to learn more about the incredible moments that we've been a part of, and to find out if you know, they'll be a fit, either them or a loved one, um, in order to take advantage of this incredible technology. Can you spell that? Yeah, so it's eSightEyewear.com, E-S-I-G-H-T-E-Y-E-W-E-A-R.com. And if people prefer to use a telephone, do you have a telephone they can call? Of course, they can call us at one eight five five eight e sight or that's one eight five five. 837-4448. And for people who prefer email? They can contact us uh, at visionadvocate at eSightEyewear.com. And do you have a social media presence? Yeah, we're facebook.com slash eSightEyewear, youtube.com slash eSightEyewear, as well as twitter.com slash eSightEyewear. Now you're located in Toronto, Canada, and we have listeners around the world, and I'm wondering what the availability is in other places around the world. We're proud to say that in addition to being available in North America, we're now in over 39 new countries and counting. So all of our availability will always be listed at eSightEyewear.com slash international. And no matter where you live, we encourage you to visit eSightEyewear.com and to view the list of countries we're available in, as well as filling out a form with your information so that even if we're not in your country, we'll let you know when we get there. Because it is a global mission. This is a global epidemic, and we're trying to help as many people as we possibly can. Now, for people who might be interested in 
learning more about the device, is there some way they can preview the device before actually, you know, mail ordering one or something? Is there some way of seeing that? We offer demos and we offer in-home trials. So if you're close to one of our experienced eSight demo days, which happen across the United States and Canada, then you can experience eSight before committing. Uh, as well, we have an in-home trial program. So you can have eSight sent to you. You can try it risk-free for 15 days, have access to a, a coach and, and be able to video chat with them so that no matter what, you'll always be able to really experience it and try it before purchasing it. So people can give it a test drive to see if it's really something that'll be helpful to them and something they can use easily. And it sounds like you're able to help them get over the hump to learn how to use the device. That's exactly right. Well, that's great. Jeff, eSight is a very sophisticated device with many technological components. That can't be inexpensive. How can an individual afford to buy it? We know full well the overwhelming majority of the legally blind can't afford it. So while we help people who can afford it, there are a couple things we do to help those who can't. One is we have an affordability program. So we'll work with individuals to help them identify sources of funding, to get them on our fundraising page free of charge to them and free of fees, to work with individuals on different payment plans or options. But we're also appealing to organizations and to schools and to really members of society who might see the benefit and the justice in providing this to those who need eSight. We're, we're fairly confident that eSight will be covered by government or insurance but until it, until that day comes, because, you know, there is bureaucracy that is required there, we're looking to organizations or groups who see the, the benefit and the justice in providing this to their legally blind staff or to their legally blind students or members of their community. And don't worry if you weren't able to grab a pencil and paper to write down all that contact information quickly enough in order to check out eSight some more or arrange a demo for yourself all of that information will be contained in the show notes for this episode, just as we do with every episode. And you can find those show notes at www.eyesonsuccess.net. That's it for show number 1804. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about camp abilities. Now in its 23rd year, Camp Abilities has spread to locations not only throughout the U.S., but also around the world. We'll speak with the founder and director, Dr. Lauren Lieberman, about the benefits of this week-long sports-oriented camp for visually impaired youth and how it can be a life-changing experience for those who attend. And in addition, they use the camp as a training ground for teachers of visually impaired youth and moreover for developing new techniques and equipment for adaptive sports. So it's a really valuable program. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.eyesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at Eyes on Success or Twitter at 
underscore eyes on success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.